This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are not cooking anything. No. I. You know, this, this episode answers for me... An important question. What is the greatest gift that one person can give another? Well, I know the answer. Should I give it away? Go ahead. Potato chips. A big ass box of potato chips. So Matthew sent me a photograph yesterday of this box of potato chips that he had received in the mail. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked at it and I thought, well, yeah, that's impressive. I think he said something in the in the subject line like awesome or something like that. Does that sound like me, really? Yeah, it, it totally does. does. <laughs> anyway, um, and I looked at the box in the photo and I thought, yeah, whatever, that looks impressive. I had no idea the actual dimensions of this box. You should have put something next to it, like a shoe or something for scale. Yeah, this is this is way bigger than a shoe box. Um, it is. It uh, so it's a box like um, uh, you know a refrigerator sized box, not really, <laughs> but you know like a moving box. Yeah, uh, and it contained seventeen thousand um, bo- bags of potato chips, by which we mean seventeen. Uh, I I think maybe more than seventeen. <laughs> Uh, and um, it's uh, it was an incredible selfless gesture on the part of uh, listeners Rachel and Max in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Thank you so much, Rachel and Max. We are um, uh, we have had to make some really difficult choices today in sitting down to do this episode. Life choices. Life choices. Lifestyle choices. Yes. Really. Well, yeah. I mean, we the lifestyle we have chosen is is sitting in chairs and eating potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we are only going to be tasting the, the plain or plain-ish flavored <laughs> chips that, that you sent today. You also yes. sent barbecue chips, these like jalapeno chips. Crab chips. Crab flavored chips. I mean, we could probably get four episodes out of that box of chips. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Uh, yeah. So to, to bring us, let's, let's, uh, previously on Spilled Milk... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did we did a potato chip episode a few months ago, and uh, we uh, tried some major brands, national brands of potato chips, and determined that Lay's was our favorite. So I think we should use it as our baseline. Today. Yeah, 
Uh, and apparently there's there's a uh, a vibrant local chip tradition in the northeastern United States. Mm-hmm. I, I've noticed this uh, when in my travels, uh, and uh, but I didn't realize how how burgeoning a tradition it was. How how much diversity there was <laughs> yeah. in this tradition. It's truly to be celebrated this diversity. However, I mean, having said that. Most of the chips we'll be tasting are Ott's brand. And, and, and her, hers. Hers. Not his, but hers. Yep. Do you think there's a difference between Grandma Ott's and Ott's? Absolutely. And is it actually Ott's? It is actually Ott's. I looked it up to make sure. You know, they once talked about this potato chip company on uh, Mad Men, didn't they? Really? I think so. I don't know, because I've only seen like two episodes. But oh. it, ma- it makes sense. Okay, great. I mean, they do have great... Uh, they have fantastic old-fashioned packaging. Yeah. I love it. So, okay, let's let's crack open that bag of Lay's Classic. Which did not come in the box. To sort of calibrate our taste buds. Can I have a napkin? Mm-hmm. Okay. One of these didn't adequately cal- calibrate me. I'm going to have a second one. <laughs> I love that crunch. <laughs> yeah, I also love the crunch. <laughs> My love for the crunch is fierce. <laughs> <laughs> was that from, that was from the like episode meat three? Sticks episode? No, it was from the uh, the milkshake episode. How did we get to that? Something about sesame crunch candy. Did we put that in milkshakes? You uh, you were reading from Thoroughly Modern Milkshakes, and oh. um, it was the um, that's a great book. It was yeah, it was the work of Adam Reed. We should give a shout out to Adam Reed. Yep, thanks, thanks, Adam. Thanks again for that milkshake. <laughs> you have any book. thoughts on potato chips? Maybe your next book. Okay. Okay. Great. I feel ready now. Let's let's head into the Utz Crisp All Natural Potato Chip. Yep. The okay. the original. It is it is a masterpiece of minimalist design. Don't you think that the little girl on the logo kind of looks like my daughter? Yeah, she totally yeah, does. She totally does. I mean, it could just be that she has dark hair and uh, and rosy cheeks in the sense of like perfect red circles stamped on her cheeks. Yeah. Oh, these are really potato-y tasting. Yeah. Mm, they're um, less salty than the Lay's. Yep. They're even thinner and sort of more wafery. Get your hand out of there so I can get my <laughs> hand in. Um, I feel like this is like the chip that I want uh, at a sporting event. I don't even know why I say that. I don't even remember the last time I've been to a sporting event. You know, event. I had a similar feeling in that this is the chip I want when I'm like sitting on the beach. Yes. And I am really bad at sitting on the beach. Just like How? you're really ba- at, bad at going to sports events. <laughs> How can you be bad at sitting on the beach? I explain. have such, such fair skin. Oh. I, I, I fear the sun. And I'm not very good with sand. I really don't like getting sand like in my bathing suit. Um, Who does, really? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that, Scrooge. Um, <laughs> but anyway, if I were, for instance, maybe on a beach in Cape Cod. God forbid you were on a beach. In <laughs> Cape Cod. Uh-huh. And maybe I had like a big, wide-brim sun hat and some sort of and your really entire cute body bathing suit. With slathered head to toe <laughs> with, with the zinc. Exactly. I would want to be eating Utz potato chips. Absolutely. And if, a lobster roll. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Um, would, this, would this be taking place on the Jersey Shore? 
I was actually thinking more like Cape Cod. Oh, you did say Cape Cod. Yeah, you should try listening to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm from, Cape Cod. Did you know that? <laughs> That's not true. It's absolutely true. You're from Portland, Oregon. Well, I lived in Cape Cod till I was two. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, fine. Yep. And, uh, and you're, I, you're, I, you're still from Portland. All I remember is the chips. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, next. Next. Okay, so we have a different Uts kind that I think we should go on to next. I'd like to, can we note as we go along um, what kind of oil the chips are fried yeah, in? Yeah, what were those fried in? Cottonseed oil. So that's that's a cheap oil. Huh, okay, so here's a different Uts. These are, this is the Uts Kettle Classics original, and these were hand-cooked cooked by hand. I assume somebody put their hand in the oil to fish the chips out. Um, Yeah, each individual chip is like hand dipped in the oil and that's what you can see, like a little thumbprint (laughs) on each one. Anyway, these were hand cooked in peanut oil. So let's see. Oh, these are um, these are a little bigger and thicker. A little darker. I like that about them. These are kettle style, right? Mm -hmm. Great texture. Mm -hmm. Really good potato flavor. You know, sometimes like kettle chips, kettle brand chips can almost mm. be a little tough. They're so thick. These are thick, but still really shattery. I feel like this is what kettle trip, kettle trips. <laughs> you totally, you'd be tripping, man. I'm, I am on a kettle trip. I do want more salt on these, though. I agree they could use a little more salt, but I think it's a great chip. Oh, that's a really good chip. Yeah, I was, I was really curious and sort of. A little nervous that, like, what if we tried all these chips and concluded that they didn't really live up to the national brands that we tried last time, and uh, and that maybe uh, people only love them for the nostalgia factor? No, these are actually really good chips. These almost have like um like a potato skins flavor. They um they're they're so nicely browned. They've got like a browned potato flavor. I know what you mean because um, potato skins got baked potato appeal. Um, because uh, sh- they're made with potatoes and skins that are real. <sighs> Cheddar cheese and bacon, sour cream and chives. Did we sing this last time we did potato chips? No, oh, I don't good, think good. so. No, what, what's the next part, though? Um, um, you won't believe your eyes. They're made with potatoes and skins that are real. <laughs> Getting sued by tato skins <laughs> for stealing their song. <laughs> okay, moving right along. So, uh, while we're in the Utz family, uh-huh. shall we go to Utz Natural, or should we pay a visit to old Grandma Utz? I... I'm so excited about the Grandma Uts, I kind of want to savor the anticipation a little longer. Okay. So this is this is Uts Natural, and this is a gourmet medley. How do you feel about the word medley? Uh, it skeeves me out. I hate the word medley. It's like... It's used in reference to food all the time. Yeah, that's true. Like a vegetable medley. Let's only use it like... As it was meant to be used for horrible song mashups. Music. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So these are... This is why it's called a medley, multicolored. Should we only taste the white ones? Um, that's kind of racist. It is. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm skeptical of this chip medley idea. But Yeah, I feel like everything winds up tasting like the strongest tasting potato, which is usually a sweet potato. So there's... Reg- that's interesting. Russet, lightly, lightly salted. Because that's a, that's a species of potato. Right, blue and sweet. I don't really like these. Nope. The russet one I just had just tastes like a sweet potato. But you know what? I'm going to eat one of the sweet potato ones now. Well, it's sort of reassuring to know that Utz is fallible like all of us. I don't I don't like that. Get this away from me. Okay. Well, I think it's time to pay a visit to Grandma. Can I read to you a little bit from the back? I would love that. In the winter of 1921, my grandparents 
Saley and Bill Utz began cooking handmade potato chips in the summer kitchen of our home in Hanover, Pennsylvania. After cooking and packaging the chips by hand, Bill took them to local stores, fairs, and farmers markets in the area. As their business grew and new and large, do you want me to stop now? No, no, I, I'm I'm transfixed. As the business grew, a new and larger hand cooker was installed. By the 1930s, the first automatic cookers went. So no longer dipping potato chips by oh, hand in the 1930s. That's when they jumped the shark. Uh, so okay, so the the that's automatic the cooker actually. went into operation. I'm feeling depressed just thinking about it. In a building behind our house, Saley and Bill Utz saw the company grow steadily until their passing in the 1960s. Bummer. <sighs> right. So so they installed these these automatic cookers at the potato chip factories. But anyway, the hand cookers were out of work. So how Boom. is depression? Okay. So these chips, the Grandma Utz's ones, are made from slightly thicker and unrinsed slices that are (laughs) hand-stirred in individual batches. Oh, so they went back to the old way of doing Uh it. And that's what got us out of the depression. They're sealed in protective laminated packaging materials, unlike the plain paper bags that Saley and Bill first used. Okay. But but the, uh, the packaging does call to mind a paper bag. It does. Ooh, these are extremely pale. Interesting. And these are fried in lard, right? I don't I don't think so. Cooked oh, in lard. I can taste the lard. Whoa. Oh my gosh. That whoa. That is like um pig chip. I do not like the taste of that lard on there. I love it. Wow. I totally disagree. It's so porky. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Um, I, I agree that it's not like an all-around everyday chip, but I think it's great. Uh, it's so rich. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Okay. Huh. This is fascinating. This is totally fascinating. Have you ever had a potato chip cooked in lard before? I think I have, but I think it was a much milder style. Yeah, that is intense. Hmm. I like it, but when I'm eating a potato chip, I, I, I don't want it to taste like meat, and that tastes like meat to me. Um, do you do you want it to taste like crab? Sometimes, yes. Okay. Let's have some hers kettle cooked potato chips instead. Okay, so this is strong enough for a man. pH balanced for, for hers. Her. <laughs> <laughs> this is H E R R apostrophe S. I'm glad you said that because there is something wrong here, which is these chips don't have a slogan either. So like, um, Uts. It's it's such a funny word. It seems like it would lend itself easily to a slogan, like you know, uh, "Uts the chip with guts." Um, maybe they need Don Draper on the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Not good. Yeah, this is. <laughs> this just tastes greasy. This this remind it's like it t- it's, it's got like, like onion dill. powder. Yeah, it's got some weird like seasoning thing. Um, it's you like just it's looked at it so disdainfully. <laughs> I well, yeah, I. Uh, Ooh, these chips also have way too many ingredients. Yeah, it's kind of gross. No, hers. You are not for me. So apparently, we we've just we just did an Uts tasting. Oh, they have garlic powder. Yeah, and they contain milk ingredients. That's yeah. gross. You know what, hers? I don't like you. Okay, but I, except with the exception of the of the medley, and we, we've already determined that nothing, no kind of medley is good. I, I think Utz chips are great. Um, yeah, I agree. Why Why Pennsylvania? Why is Pennsylvania a hotbed of chippery? Well, it's sort of like, why is Ohio a hotbed of ice cream? 
Oh, yeah. Like, is that where Jenny's? That's where Jenny's, Graders. Right. Something else. Maybe, is it Mitchell's or something? Sounds good to me. Anyway, yeah. What What is it with, with um, and why, these states? And when these chips are so obviously good, why haven't they cracked the West Coast market? Uh, you can find Utz chips around here. Oh, okay. I didn't know I mean, that. well, not just in your average grocery store. There's some restaurants and things that carry them. Get off your butts and eat some Utz. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Uh, which which is your favorite? I, th- I think mine is the kettle. The Utz kettle. You, the lard isn't your favorite. No, like I said, it's you know I, I I like them, but it's an unusual chip. I think that both the kettle and the original are are just great all around. The like, original eat, eat all day chips. Kind of get this um water chestnut kind of. Crunchiness go in once. Oh, you've, interesting. Once you've kind of broken through the initial crackle, do you see what I mean? There's sort of this like lingering, slightly mushy crunchiness. Yes. Does that make any sense? Yeah. No. I think that's. I think that's characteristic of a of a non kettle cooked chip. Although I'm, I'm going to try a Lay's and see if it has the same thing. I think my favorite might be the uh, kettle classic. I, I think so too. The Lay's now seem unbearably salty compared to the Uts. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So salty. Hmm. Wow. Well this this was enlightening. This and was so enlightening. So we have we have one, two, three, four, five, six, six open bags of chips sitting here and like I'm I'm sitting here thinking, boy, I can, we should try a couple more. No. But let's not. Okay. I just want to thank Rachel and Max again because without you This day they, couldn't have happened. Wow. And what a day this has been. Mm-hmm. And it's only like noon. I know. Um, we still which, have to eat lunch. Which kind of chip should we have for lunch? <laughs> Maybe we should move on to the barbecue. That'll but be yeah, the main course. We can make a sandwich of uh, barbecue chip between two plain chips. Okay. Can we have that with our shoebox sandwiches? <laughs> God, I love this shoebox sandwich thing. <laughs> okay. Do you think anybody will, will remember that from two weeks ago? From two weeks ago? ago? Well, it's, it's very simple. I hope it was I, memorable. I, I, think, I think everyone remembers it, but just in case, here's how you make a shoebox sandwich. You take an empty shoebox <laughs> and you fill it with lunch meat. <laughs> Serve some Utz potato chips on the side. Yeah. Um, or cram okay. some into the box. Yeah. Uh, so find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com. Uh, we will make a list of the chips that we tasted today for your reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. You can hey. also... <laughs> Are you interrupting me or am I interrupting you? I, I was pre-interrupting you. Great. Okay. You can also find us on iTunes. And you can leave us a review there. Uh, you know, my book is still available. It's uh, It can be found on Amazon or at prettygoodnumber1.com. And it's better than Pretty Good. It's uh, That's the name of the book. I so. actually, I've read it twice. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like number two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it, there's some place I could go from there, but I'm just going to leave it alone. Okay, good. Uh, and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. <laughs> we're looking we're looking to the back of chip bags for, for it's the show that is made with the same care and pride that Saley and Bill had back in 1921. Aw. I'm Matthew Amster Burton. And I'm Molly Weisenberg. What I have to say is first of all, um, you should you should try the beach. It's great. Um, <laughs> and and I really want a lobster roll. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.